brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. This is your dose of daily market wisdom with master trader Nick Santiago. Starting from humble beginnings, Nick has been beating the markets for over two decades. He shares with you his take on the profitable trades that will have you moving towards financial freedom in no time at all. To see an in-depth review of his track record and much more, go to inthemoneystocks.com. Welcome. This is your daily dose of daily market wisdom with master trader Nick Santiago. I'm Kerry Lutz. Today is 223.22, show number 368. So S&P bouncing a little this morning. Yeah, we have a nice little bounce in the S&P 500 ahead of the opening bell. Uh, I guess the market's thinking that the Russian-Ukraine tensions won't increase or get any worse. I have no idea really um, what will happen over there, but eventually markets become immune to the same geopolitical event. You've seen that in Syria. You've seen that really all over the years when you know we, we spend weeks and weeks on something. Eventually, the market starts to shake it off and has uh, less of an effect overall. But right now, the Russia-Ukraine crisis is front and center. I think everything is about Russia. And that is also keeping the price of crude uh, extraordinarily high as it remains above $90 a barrel. So after Russia's story, we'll probably go back to talking about the uh, Federal Reserve and the rate hikes. But right now, it's all about Russia. Hey, so 90 bucks a barrel. So even if uh, not one shot's fired, and I, I haven't heard, maybe a couple of shells got fired, but we don't even know if that's really true. It, it, if a war is taking place, it is a bloodless war, and that's not a war. Yeah, I don't think there's a war taking place at all. I think it's kind of people in certain provinces saying, I'd like to go back to Russia. <laughs> I, mean, I just think that's what it is. And Putin is just playing this thing like a fiddle. I mean, he's just played it perfectly. He's benefiting all the way around. High oil prices, high nat gas prices. Gold. I mean, gold. I mean, <laughs> yeah. gold commodities, and, and they are commodity rich. So I, I really think that uh, he's just playing this picture perfect. Yeah, well, pretty soon if they don't start shooting, they'll have to get Dustin Hoffman in there to create a war. And <laughs> wag when, the dog. Yeah, right? Remember that? That's right. There's I do. no war. It's taking place in some Eastern European country, but it's not really happening. And he's directing it. It's, it's, and now with, the, with these uh, Silicon Graphics workstations, uh, you could have the end of the world you could create it and it would be look totally believable, except we're all still standing. Yeah. I mean, I remember, you know, reading about uh, the broadcast War of the Worlds. People did it over the radio. They started to jump off roofs. I just think what you could do today with the uh, CGI. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. So yesterday, S&P took a, took a hit. Yeah. So yesterday, the market was down pretty sharply uh, by the closing bell. 
and you had the S&P down almost 10% for the year. And that seems to be a very psychological level when we get down to about 10% on the S&P, which is correction zone. That's where everybody will label the market is in correction. Uh, you start to see buyers. So, you know, everyone is talking about that S&P 500 falling into correction territory. And um, today we get a pretty good bounce to start the day. Now, the close will tell us a lot more. Obviously, every close is very, very important. Um, and it's not how they open them. It's how they close them. So the close will tell us a lot more. But right now, all that's happened is that the S&P 500 is really backtesting the January lows. We haven't breached it. We haven't violated the level, um, but we're getting down towards it. So uh, we'll see where we go today. Today's close, I think every close now this week will be uh, very, very important. All right. And real estate looks like it's rolling over a bit. Uh, mortgage apps are down, refinancing, purchase, of course, except in Florida. Yeah, right. That's right. But mortgage applications did make a big dip down, I believe, 13% last week. That's the lowest level since December 2019. Refi applications were down 15%. Uh, purchase applications down 10%. So there's an indication that rate hikes are going to have an adverse effect on the housing and real estate market. No, we don't need to be a genius to figure that out. Um, overall though, you know, supply is very limited. Um, and like you said, uh, location, 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 if you're coming down to Florida, people are buying houses really sight unseen for cash. I've never seen anything like this. Um, and I think that will continue for a bit longer. Hey, just in my little development here, and <laughs> it's not, I'm not in the lap of luxury. It's a nice area. That's all I could say. The prices since I bought here last, uh, well, I signed in February. From when I signed, prices are up two-thirds, Nick. Yeah, it's insane. It's absolutely incredible. I've never seen um, a housing market this hot. And, and I'm talking about 2006, 2007. This just absolutely blows it out of the water. Now, you do have a lot of uh, private equity firms and, and investment banks like BlackRock coming in and, and buying property 20, 25% over the asking price, and, and they're closing within two to four weeks. So that is still taking place. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I've never seen uh, a housing market in the state of Florida like this. No, me neither. Me neither. And one thing they do in Florida, as opposed to many other places, they build these houses so fast. Like a house in the Northeast could take a year with the weather and everything, depending on the size. In Florida, they could do this in six months. Yeah, the time to put up a home is, is, is absolutely very, very quick. Um, I, I probably the fastest I've ever seen it done. So I, I just have two new houses being built by me and, um, they're almost done with these things. And, you know, it's about four months in, I mean, another month, they'll be completely finished. That's remarkable. Well, they, that's uh, technology. They, there's no unions, there's no barriers to it. The only thing that slows down houses now is availability of materials and labor to to actually construct the houses but the larger home builders got their got that down pretty well so gold and silver have been on the rise nick yeah they've been really strong especially with the russia ukraine situation going on and i think that is the catalyst fear of the unknown um definitely put a big bid under gold i happen to think it's a little bit long in the tooth a little bit overbought here but as long as the russia uh, Ukraine tensions remain. I think gold can hold up here. But once that that story fades, I do think we're going to see gold and silver pull back. Uh, they did exceed my level. I told you well last week, 1880. We're at 1903. Today, gold is just down about three, four bucks. That's actually healthy if it can stall out 
and pull back here, it actually can potentially consolidate and make another run. But um, overall, in the bigger picture, I, I just think that um, this is more of a fear trade at the moment. And the bigger picture tells me that gold is vulnerable to pulling back uh, down the road a bit. But I don't think that's going to happen until this Russia-Ukraine situation uh, has some kind of a, of a of a clarity here right now. We really don't know any details. It, it really is very, very foggy out there when you try to find out what's really going on. Yeah. Well, like I say, imagine if they uh, threw a war and nobody came, <laughs> Right? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, that's the kind of thing we're, we're looking at. Is it just a media creation? What people have been in the comments in the YouTube comments been saying, Oh, you were wrong about the war and all this. Well, I haven't yet to see, I hear a lot of saber rattling. I see a lot of strategic back and forth, but I don't actually see the war heating up yet. Not to say it can't, but uh, perhaps if it was going to, it would have already. So gold and silver, fear. Now we look at Bitcoin, which you would think in this situation, since it's supposed to be digital gold effectively, would be going higher on all these fears because people would be racing out of Canadian dollars, out of U.S. dollars, whatever. And in fact, uh, it's back under 40,000. And we know from the recent uh, disturbances north of the border that the Canadian government actually seized some Bitcoin wallets. We don't know the extent of it. We don't know how many, but purportedly they took it. There was a guy who was on TV, a trucker, said they got his Bitcoin wallet. Yeah, and, and I, I saw more than one trucker say that. So the one thing you know we've always talked about on here was is Bitcoin really a safe haven to 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 federal governments from federal governments? And the obvious answer is no. And um, you know we, we see that Bitcoin via the blockchain has been hacked. We see people all the time have lost hundreds of thousands of dollars because they've been hacked. And again, the middleman is still maybe not be it may not be the bank per se, but it, it may be the government now. Yeah. So so maybe we're still learning about Bitcoin, its benefits, its vulnerabilities and and other things. So I think that's really interesting there. Uh, I guess we'll just have to see maybe the next uh, the next iteration of cryptos will will be uh, government proof. But I I have my doubts here. Uh, just interesting that uh, that they resorted to this. Yeah, I, I don't see anything escaping the federal government. And if you, if you haven't learned that lesson from the Canadian truckers, maybe you're just not going to see it. But um, the governments allow this stuff to go on because they're testing the waters for their own digital currency. And that's really what it comes down to in my book. Yeah, and it won't be long now. The whole world will go crypto and, uh, well... We'll see what happens at that point. In any event, go over to Nick's site in themoneystocks.com. See how he's been beating the averages for decades. Check out the Twitter feeds at ITMS, at NickSantiago01, at Kerry Lutz. Your emails are welcome, kl at kerrylutz.com. Nick, we'll talk to you on Friday. Sounds good, Kerry. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.